Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Coming to you today with another amazing story of a real woman in the world who has made amazing progress with her journey and just being being free. And so I'm really excited for you guys to meet her. And she has some awesome things for you guys to just gather insight from to help you along on your own journey. So without further ado, Paula, welcome to the show. So happy that you're here. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited to celebrate with you today. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I'm so happy. (laughs) Yes, there's so much to be happy about. So, I mean, you guys, this is Paula. She is just an incredible woman who has just shown up and used these principles. It has been an absolute joy to coach you, and you have a beautiful story. So why don't you start us out with, like, tell us a little bit about how you got to the place that you were at, like, when you first connected with with our team, like what is sort of your your food journey, um, and what was it like when you talked to us for the first time? Yeah, so my story started when I in my late teens. Um, I had really low self esteem, and uh, I felt like something was wrong with me, but I couldn't really point out what it was. Um, <clears throat> and I started getting all these messages trying to something to achieve that and I wasn't so I thought well maybe that's it maybe that is what's wrong with me and I started dieting and just hardcore restricting and um, I just lost a bunch of weight Um, and uh, yeah I really I remember thinking like it was so easy for me like people are struggling with weight loss and why is it so easy for me? Like, I think uh, even back then I was sensing that something was messed up. Um, Like you shouldn't be able to like starve yourself so easily. Um, But I was very thin uh, back then, but I really didn't get to enjoy my thinness for very long. (laughs) Because, well, one day it just and I just had an episode where I, where I just felt like completely possessed, you know, like a leprechaun has arms and legs, and I didn't understand what was happening. And then it happened again and again and again. And um, the the restriction parts in between were becoming shorter and shorter. I was just like binging more and more so I just gained all the weight back plus some and that's kind of uh, well that went on for almost seven years that was kind of the place where I was at um, when I first got in touch with uh, your team Um, well I have read a lot I had a lot of information I had made a lot of progress like in 
restriction and some body image stuff, but I really was still struggling a lot and my binging hasn't hadn't got any better. Yeah. And I know that frustration of like, you're doing so much work, right? Like you're doing so much. It sounds like, you know, with, you know, letting go of restriction and like the body image work, like I know you've done all this stuff, but you still were binging, right? Exactly. Like I felt like I was gathering like <clears throat> pieces of the puzzle, but I just couldn't get the puzzle to just come up and make something. Yeah. So you were binging for seven years then, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And being in that cycle, like what did that done like what did that do to your life? Like what were you not able to do because you were in this cycle, Paula? Um, I think my mental energy was really suffering a lot because uh, um, I mean, I've lost so many days of my life to just, you know, frustration and guilt and just disgust that time and mental energy that I could have spent um, on something else more productive. Um, I've canceled plans that I really look forward to. Um, also with body image, like, you know, we feel so hijacked when we're binging in our brains, but it also felt hijacked in my body. Like I looked at the mirror and I felt like this isn't my body. I can't own this body because this is my eating disorders body. Like this body isn't a result of me making decisions. It's a result of something strange in my brain <laughs> making decisions for me. So I really didn't feel like I could own my body. And also like, um, I feel like food and meals are really like uh, something that helps us st structure up our days, uh, which I think is really cool, but it, it didn't work for me in that way. I just felt like completely, like my days would be like upside down, like just food anarchy and just chaos, you know? And I really felt like that was really exhausting for me because I couldn't, I didn't get any structure and stability in my day to day because of this. Yeah. Oh, I think you bring up some really important and beautiful things there. Just like, you know, that, that realness of losing the structure of your day or like losing the benefits from being a normal eater or, you know, just all of those things that are sort of the cost of not living our lives how we want to. Right. Like, I love what you said about how, you know, our, like this wasn't, a body that was a result of your choices. It was like a result of like that compulsion and like that habit and like the eating disorder. And I know how disorienting and frustrating that can be. Like, like feeling like your body was sort of foreign to you or feeling like you were out of control. Like how did that just impact you like as a person and what you wanted to be doing in life? Well, like I said, it many times it brought me to just canceling plans that I was really looking forward to. Yeah. Because when you're in the binge cycle, you feel like, uh, you know, and social plans always or almost always include food. If, and if I showed up, I would feel like really withdrawn and really irritable and really angry at people because they were so normal. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, that frustration, that anger of like, why can other people eat and I can't eat? <laughs> like, why, like, how can they be okay? Like, I would see somebody like sitting next to the dessert table and they seemed fine. And I'm like, 
how are they fine right now? Like they're within reach of the dessert. Like I'd be like, what is that? So yeah, I absolutely, yeah, I know that frustration. And for you, what was a typical binge like? Like what was that like for you? How did that feel for you? What was a binge experience like for you? Um, I think I can make the difference like between a first binge and the, the binges that came after that. Because I would have like one binge and then it would follow like a week of just binging every day and essentially just a week of a, a big binge, you know. And then maybe I would kind of like step out of it for, I don't know, four days or one week. And I would get really hopeful in those days, like, oh, my God, maybe this is it. Maybe now I'm going to figure it out. Maybe this is when all, all the pieces of the puzzle just come together and then I would have like one of those first binges again where everything just got ruined again and then the cycle would just continue and I was just felt so much frustration and guilt and just this not owning my body like you know I felt like I had to walk around in a body that wasn't mine and that was just terrible it's not pretty <laughs> yeah absolutely and I know like that, that terrible feeling of like, this isn't my body, this isn't my life. Like, and after yeah. seven years of that repeatedly happening, like how did things change for you over the seven years? Do you feel like um, things, um, like as you let go of the restriction, at what point did you let go of the restriction but you were still binging? I would say like probably halfway through it. Uh, for me, it was a really gradual and slow process. It wasn't, it wasn't eight weeks. I, I would say it was over a few years there, like including one fear food and then another fear food. And <clears throat> I was really frustrated because the reason I was doing it was because I thought that that was going to cure my binging and it didn't. But I just understood that, um, I mean, essentially this is a habit in our brain and the habit isn't going to go away just because, I mean, it helps to not restrict, but that isn't the only part. You actually got to do some, some real um, distancing yourself from those thoughts to be able to undo the habit. Yeah, but I'm so proud of you that you saw the wisdom in like being able to let go of the restriction. And I know that must have been so frustrating to be like, you know, it's, it's this thing after thing, right? Oh, maybe this will cure it. Oh, maybe this will cure it. And I know that's so hard to like have that hope and then have that torn away over and over. Did that sort of like wear at your confidence and like sort of like wear at your hope? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was really frustrating, but I just always had this feeling like at the bottom that someday it would all just fall together and just any day now I will watch a video I will read a book that will make everything come into place but I really yeah it was like both I was really hopeless but at the same time I just knew there has got to be a way like I wasn't bored like this uh, so there's just got to be a way I just knew it yeah I love that and I want to just bring awareness to that for like any of you who are listening who have tried so many things or it's been so long like that's pretty much all you need is like there's got to be a way. I know that there has to be a way because when you have that, you keep going, right? Like Paula, she kept going, right? She's like, okay, I'm trying this thing and I'm trying that thing. And when you keep going, then you finally find 
the thing that works. Like you said, like the puzzle all coming together. So anything else for you that you just wanted to share about sort of life with an eating disorder, like any ways that you felt or any things that you were frustrated that you couldn't do or that you were being held back from that you want to share about that piece of it? Um, I would say that even the good things of life, like I, during the, those years, I did really cool things. I did some traveling. I met new friends. I mean, I did really cool and fun things that I really wanted to do, <clears throat> but it, <clears throat> I felt like I couldn't enjoy them to 100% because there was something like clouding my, my experiences all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. And so, you know, being able to like, just enjoy your life, like being able to step into and be present in the things that are awesome about life, I know is, I mean, that's life, right? Like that's so important. And that is a perfectly beautiful and wonderful desire. So let's talk about like, you know, after, after working together, after, you know, sort of like you said, putting the final pieces of the puzzle in place, like what is different for you after our time working together? Oh gosh, so much is different. Um, with food, I would say like I have an element of trust there that wasn't there before that has given me so much peace. Um, I remember one of my goals going into the program, go from a place of I hope I won't binge to a place of I know I won't binge. Um, and I think I'm kind of there now. Um, and I know it, that even if I would like slip, uh, I, I trust that I have the tools to just uh, step aside from it and just not have it turn into this never ending cycle. So that is a huge difference, like just the trusting and just on a day to day basis, just waking up and not having to think about if I did binge yesterday, like, am I allowed to eat breakfast? How is this day gonna look like? Um, just being able to cook food and have it be like a peaceful experience and not be like on, on, with my guard up instead the monster comes up, you know? Yeah, that's huge. So it just sounds like there's a lot of fear that's just melted away from your life. Like you're like, oh, I can just live, I don't have to be afraid, there's no monster, like, just that alone is such a cool thing, and I, oh, it's so fun to celebrate with you, and just hear what's changed, like, how has your relationship with food changed, just like, eating day to day, how do you feel differently about food now? Mm, I would say, I mean, for me, the key word is just trust, because I can trust myself, I know that nothing can make me like the monster can can there is there is no monster like i have control um i don't know i mean i can have a chocolate bar in my room and on my desk <laughs> and i can have it there like for weeks and i can have one square of chocolate and be okay with it and then forget about it and I, I, I really feel like that is even more like normal, even normal leaders have problems with this, you know, just raised there. 
Yes, I'm here. You froze up just a little bit. So I, yeah, but we can hear what you're saying. Just like you said, even normal eaters have problems with, and then what do you say after that? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the chocolate bar, like just eating one square of the chocolate bar and then just forgetting about it. Like even though I think even normal eaters have problems with that. And I'm just so, so aware that I can just let it go after that. Yeah, that's so cool. So, I mean, one really amazing thing that we want to look at here is like, you went from a place, well, well, tell us, like, what was it, what would it have been like before having a chocolate bar on your desk? Oh, I would just have eaten it up because I have wanted to get rid of you know, my only way to get rid of it was just making it disappear as fast as I could. Yeah. So you went from like, okay, let's make it disappear as fast as we can because it's like such a huge disturbance in our life, right? To, oh, it can just sit there for weeks and I can have a square of it and move on. And I love how you brought it, like you, you just all along the way have had such beautiful insight, Paula. I love this. But like how, you know, even a normal eater, like, Paula, you've gone from a place of like disordered eating, years of binging, to understanding and creating a trust so beautiful with food that you can have what you want. Because even normal eaters don't a lot of times fully understand their relationship with food. Like, oh, like I can choose and it can be trusting, it can be calm. Lots of normal eaters are like, man, this chocolate's so good. I shouldn't have eaten the whole bar. Like, I don't feel great now. But I love that you are at like this level of choice that you can just feel such peace and such decision around and that it can be yours, right? Like that you understand what's going into this. So you've gone to like even this higher level of being able to be calm around food. And that is such a beautiful thing and huge congratulations for that. Thank you. I hadn't even thought about that. Just like now when I said it, I was like, wow, that's really powerful. Yeah, that is so, so cool. Like, what else are you celebrating? Like, what else is so fun for you on this side that's different than it used to be? Um, I mean, just owning my body is really cool. Uh, I honestly don't even think my body looks any different <laughs> but my view on it is just different like it's so much easier to accept it now and also uh, i mentioned that i did a lot of work on the restriction part but like an sort of an unexpected win for me from this program was to discover that i really have some restriction layers left there and I learned how to manage them by going to this own place, which is a, such a cool place to go to. <laughs> and I think I, I will continue going there throughout <clears throat> my life, you know, because we're just bombarded with all these messages. Um, so now I have like these safe places to go to, and I know how to manage all these messages. Yeah, love that. So, I mean, a couple of things that are coming up is safe places and trust. And it just, I can just tell there's so much more peace in your life. And it's such an awesome thing. Like you said, like owning your body, like, and I, you bring up a great thing here as well as, as in like with our bodies, 
90% of the way that we feel about our bodies is the way that we think about our bodies, the way that we mentally feel about our bodies. Like you don't have to like change your body to feel differently about it or to feel peace around it. In fact, you can try it the other way around. You can manipulate your body and you can become very, very thin or, you know, whatever you want to do and notice how it doesn't change how you feel about your body. In fact, you may be more panicked in a thinner version of your body because like, oh no, how are we going to maintain this? And you feel even worse about it. So being able to say, hey, this is my body and I can find peace around it right now without having to manipulate it with being able to change new habits of thought, you know, that's, that's a huge thing. So it sounds like for you, Paula, like that this last piece of the puzzle sort of like you got one thing that you said the other day was just like, you got the benefit of all of the stuff, right? But let's let it catch up for a second. Okay. So um, let's talk about, um, we were just celebrating just how life is different. So um, I'll just go ahead and ask. We can just pick up right now. So like for you, Paula, anything else about life as a free woman, right? This is your body. This is a safe space. Like, you know, you are feeling calm around food. Anything else that's just a celebration that you want to share of what it's like to just be better to like be a normal eater to be free um i just i mean the 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 rest of my life gets to be the protagonist now and food isn't just as big of a deal anymore so uh, like my feelings and my thoughts and my you know my my perspective on different things are just taking up more space and I just I really feel that I'm getting to be a more real version of myself instead of like a completely hijacked version of myself so and that is huge that's huge. That, that is life. That is joy. That is meaning like to be yourself, to be a real authentic version of yourself. That's so awesome. Well put. I love it. And so just celebrating you. I am so proud of how you've shown up, how you, you know, used these, these principles, how you've done the work. Um, and you've seen the amazing results being able to just like enjoy all the work that you've done so far. And then finally find the thing that helped you to like, oh, actually stop the binge eating, right? Like that was the quest the whole time. And then you just get to enjoy like all the progress that you've made. So that is a beautiful thing. Like you said, like all of life is better on the side of freedom. Um, and for you, I would love to hear like, so, um, so Paula, she, she found a, she signed up for a free session, which is awesome. I'm so glad that we just found each other in this world. We're on, you know, different sides of the planet from each other. And so cool that we found each other. So when, when you qualified for the program, did you have any sort of like fears come up for you? Or did you have any sort of like, you know, concerns? And then like, why did you decide to move forward anyway? And why did you decide to sort of like declare your freedom and get started? Do you remember anything that came up for you that was sort of like, um, like a, you know, a, a worry or a fear at the beginning? Actually, one thing that helped me a lot to just take the step was were this, this very uh, recovery interviews. Because I had been watching them and seeing all these women that maybe just like me had been just really hopeless and helpless and they were saying that they, that they actually got help from your program and 
there were so many of them. <laughs> it was like kind of strong evidence there that like something's gotta be working there. So I think I just, uh, it just, you know, up to that point uh, or some weeks earlier from my session, the first session, I was just convinced that I could do it by myself. Like I had all this information. I knew how, how to like intellectually uh, rewire your brain, you know, and just a couple of weeks earlier, I had read some, I don't know, I don't even remember, but I had got some information about, you know, how helpful coaching can be and just get out of your own bubble of, you know, the information and the tools you already have. So it just kind of all lined up. And yeah, and like I said, these interviews really helped me to trust and to take the steps. So I'm really glad. I'm here uh, to, you know, help people to trust. And yeah, this is a, this, these tools work. They really do. That is so awesome. I love that. And I mean, that's really that first declaration of freedom, right? Like that is the first, that's the, the first big step to being done is saying like, you know what? I feel fear. I feel fear around this. And I'm going to choose my freedom anyway. And you did, right? It's like, yes, there's, and I am sort of a random woman on the internet. Hello, internet. I'm a random woman. Like we're all just random people on the internet, right? But it's like, you trusted that this was something real. And I just want to give like a shout out to all of the um, other amazing interviews that we've done. Hi guys. And just know like, look, Paula, she's awesome. And she was helped by this. And now Paula, you're here and you are one of these people who's able to just speak to that freedom and to that trust and like that is so cool and you know more to come but i just i love that and thank you because like we all have fears that come up for us right we all have things that are just like you have the fear and then you have a choice and one doesn't have to do with the other one right you feel the fear you have that fear but it doesn't take away from your choice you still have a choice and you chose freedom and I just love being able to celebrate with you on this side of it um, when you've come so far with these principles. And that's awesome. And I love that you were just open to like, like you said, like, oh, I, you know, I could do this by myself. And then you got some information of like how helpful coaching is, right? Like you were in that learning space of being open to new information, which I mean, Paula, that's going to help you throughout your whole life along with these principles. Like everything just gets better when you know that you can change and that you can take control of your life and decide not just that you can rewire your brain, but that you can find a way that really works and really works for you. So that is just so awesome. Anything else you wanted to add to that or like anything else in our chat today that you feel that, oh man, like I want to say that, um, or do you feel like our chat is complete? Um, I just wanted to add, like, for people watching this that might still be struggling, um, that I just really empathize with you. Um, I know it's really hard, myself or anybody else going through this, but it really is hard. Like, our intentions 
are good like from the beginning and all the way through all the uh, all we want to do is just be better and become a better version of ourselves or what what we think is going to be a better version of ourselves like it's not our fault that we that we got the wrong messages and on top therapy and makes things worse and more hope hopeless and I, I just really unfair but just know if you're st still struggling no but just know there is a way out and just I was saying that honestly with the right tools it isn't even that hard like you only just need the right tools and the right help and you can find your way out of this I'm so sure if I did it anyone can do it and Lydia is amazing Lydia, you're just born to be a coach. Like, I'm so sure about that. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you. That means a lot. And I mean, everything that I do, that we as a team do, like, it's all about this, right? It's all about, like, free the Paulas, you know? It's like, like you said, having the right tools together. So I, I appreciate that. That is absolutely beautiful. And thank you for that message of hope, right? It's just like... You, you are doing it. And I don't even want to say you, you did it, right? Because it's such a journey. Like, but you found those missing pieces of what you needed to really be free. And then it just keeps getting better. Like, because then you know how to observe your thought and how to rewire your brain and how to have that freedom. And then it just gets, gets better and better because you can use that for the rest of your life. And like, you're going to live out of your brain for the rest of your life. So being able to have a great relationship where that's a peaceful place is a really big deal. So I love that. Love it. Love it. Anything else that's on your mind for today, Paula? Um, I think that's it. All right. Love it. Thank you so much for being on. And you guys, thank you for being here um, and listening to another amazing story. And thank you, Paula, for being willing to share. Like, I mean, it's a big deal to, you know, say, Hey, like, I, I'm going to share. I'm going to share my real authentic story. That's not always an easy thing. So I'm so proud of you guys who are willing to share. I mean, being an amazing part of this community. And this is Paula and Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. That's LydiaLifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!